0: We're back for part two of The Truth About Drugs with Matthew here. He's 25 years old. Uh, he's been sober about 30 days. That's kind of what this little series is going to be about. It's going to be about the walk of getting sober. Uh, be different people along the way, different uh, times of sobriety. So that's kind of what we're going to be about. It's going to be, uh, uh, you know, the stories, how you got here, and these kind of things. So people can relate. There's so many people out there that really don't know what the, what the real struggle is. Because uh, you've never had to experience it. Thank God that you don't. Um, so, with that being said, here's Matthew. Uh,
1: I'm Matthew. Shit. Uh, good morning, y'all. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, shit, man. Uh, I just want to start off, like, <clears throat> where I lived a little bit, where I probably lived off or whatever. Or not. But i uh, got a story, man. So, we was walking down Dickerson Road, man. I was like, well, that was our main spot where – because, you know what I'm saying, right through there is really my stomping ground. So, we're well, one of them. Because I have several, actually. I grew up all over Nashville and Cheatham County, you know. But, uh, anyway. So, we was walking down Englishman Road right there by uh, Little Caesars. That's where I met my club. Yeah, right there with they're all around. All, uh, Vance Auto Parts right there. So, man, we got all shit, you know what I'm saying. So, we walk across the street. Well, you know, across the street. And we walked down behind the O'Reillys down there by the... Uh, by the O'Reilly's and I think there's a dollar store. And if you see what I'm saying, it's down there by Sicko and the old car wash where Starlino made that one uh, video. But uh, down that way, well, when he's walking, well, man, we seen this black dude coming from well there's people in the back, they're already staying in and shit. Man. This black dude started walking towards us and then well, we didn't think nothing of it, man. You know, he went to the back. Me and my just we barely went to the woods. Is this up. when you first was homeless or you have been homeless? No, I've been homeless during this time. So we just <laughs> went on routines because we go sell our paper and shit and get our money, And then about, you know, at the end of the day, we just get hopped on the bus and go meet them. And then we just, after we meet them, we lose either, you know, during this time, we just bullshit and walk around and shit. You know, we, we had a tent, but. Yeah, you know, I mean it's just too damn cold. So we always try to stay on the bus as much as we could, before the buses stop running, and then or we go to the bus stop and just to sleep, man, because we would be so cold we can't sleep through the night. You know, I mean sometimes we. How did
0: let me ask you a question real quick? Mm-hmm. When you first realized you were homeless or whatever, the first day, what was your first thought?
1: Honestly.
0: You were how old? I
1: was 20, 23.
0: All right, 23 years old. 23. And you just realized you and your twin brother, you strung out on dope, and you're homeless. What are you going to do?
1: Shit, man. Honestly, And we got together, we really didn't talk about it. We did that day, but we just, when I met him, we just kind of went to sell our papers, you know what I'm saying? Because we knew we had to get money because we, we barely had dope, you know. We, just, we worked the day before we had dope, you know, but we just bought dope every day because we was going through it that much, you know. But uh, so we barely had dope. We went to work, you know, after we sold our paper, you know, in between we would stop and eat and talk together and shit. But at the end, we really had the conversation like... <clears throat> Like, damn, you know, like what are we gonna do. Well, we know we can sell paper, we know we can make the money. We're just gonna, what well, we, and there's a few nights we made enough to get a hotel and dope, you know what I mean?
0: But the reality was, but it as wasn't long like, you that. Had dope, but we, told, that
1: we chose dope more than food, cigarettes, fucking the plate, you know what I'm saying? Like, we even had a few home, like a few people that through the contributor that got already got their place before we got ours. <clears throat> well. We we would have to give them dope to stay there, and sometimes, you know, like, the coldest is where we make the most money, you know what I'm saying? So, it started, the money started going down, so we was like, no, fuck out, you know what I'm saying? We can't be sick. So, we started, you know, every once in a while when it's really cold, we go, but other than that, we just mostly stay to ourselves, you know what I mean? Right. But I mean, everybody loved us, man. Everyone talked to us on the bus and shit. My like, twins, twins. You know, at first everybody was looking at us because we were so young, running these streets like like we was. You know what I'm saying? I always random, but I always been in the car with my people and just never been homeless. And just all the people be riding the bus and shit because this would be packed. And man, they man, so many people told told us we was way too young to be out what we was doing. You was. You know what I'm saying? Like and. For it's me, crazy I've been doing this shit for six, shit about six years now you know what I'm saying like,
0: I guess I remember like uh, I, know, I was 17 I was 17 when drugs really got bad in my life um, it caused oh yeah I went, pretty much went home I went to jail and a bunch of stuff but yeah so alright so, so anyway that's the story for another day but Uh, You were homeless. Y'all started selling these papers. Okay. But you got a tent. All right. In the summertime, that might not be that big of a deal. But in the wintertime, that tent ain't doing a whole lot, is it?
1: Hell no, man. No, I mean. We had covers and shit, man, but. It was still cold. I mean, it was better than when we first started off, you know what I mean? When we first started off, man, all we have was us. So when we lay down on the cold ass ground, we put the little bit of clothes, just a shirt or so on the ground, and then the rest of it we put all the clothes on top of us, bro. Like no pillows, no covers, just us and laying on the cold ass ground on Biggest Road right you. there by the school, right there by Delaware. Right like there on the colour.
0: Nobody helped you, nobody offered to help you or nothing.
1: Not at first, but you know what I'm saying. But no one really offered to help us. They just really gave us food. On that, on on that end, they gave us clothes. Man, I had customers because you know when you sell tape paper, you have uh, you have your, you go, you know, you have customers. Yeah. And certain ones, you know, some people give them to all the contributors right there, but right because uh, because where we was at it was me, my Michael, my twin, which is my twin is Michael, but it's me, my twin, my dad. In red, and red was a girl. Well, oh, all young. y'all are homeless together, man. Yes, man. There's so many people in the contributor selling paper that is homeless, and some of them's already got the apartment because, like I said, they gave uh something point million uh to help the homeless out, man. The
0: Tennessean does it, doesn't it?
1: Uh, Tennessee,
0: the Tennessean, I'm thinking, I'm pretty sure. I was in a uh, it was a program, it's called uh. I can't remember what it was called. It was in Nashville, but it was the program. It was bullshit, but they would get you to work. Safe Harbor, was the name of it. And uh, I'd go there and For stack papers. Uh, as a second job, to make overtime pay at night. I'm pretty sure that's who started doing that, was a Tennessean that started the contributor deal. All right, so you're sending them papers. What happened when your brother died? Let's talk about that in a minute. I you was know, probably uh, trying to something a little tough, but uh, –
1: Shit, man. I don't care. It don't bother me. It bothers the people, but I'm gonna keep my brother's name alive. That's shoot. right.
0: So what happened?
1: He shot up. He shoot up. And well, happened. man. The autopsy said it was an overdose, man. But I don't think it's an overdose because, bro, I'm telling you, like the I know he didn't have no dope. And the last thing we did was like ten, like eleven, twelve, and he dies at three, three thirty. Yeah. Actually, it's three twenty nine exact. But, in the morning
0: uh, or in the daytime.
1: In, in the middle of the night, like yeah. coming, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so I, mom was like, maybe did he do any dope before that you didn't see him? I'm like, no, mom, because before that, I was the only one working. He was calling me, bro, please hurry up and get off, bro. I'm sick, man. I'm sick. And plus, he was hurting. And, well, <clears throat> well, let me, before I, let me back up, back up. Well, at first, okay, he shot up and his hand missed. And, and his hand swelled up. Boom. Three four days took body still ain't going down. Then his fucking his shoulder down to his uh, waist was hurting, hurt real bad. You know what I'm saying? It started hurting at work. Came home in a few days, he tried going, and then one day he stayed. he was like something wrong. Went to his doctor. Well, he went to a piece of shit doctor because like a little walk-in cl- a clinic that the contributor used, right there by the mission, bro. Literally like. The same, like next to the mission in Nashville, right? mm-hmm. so it was a little shitty one. Well, he went because he had a warrant out. I had a warrant out, so we couldn't just you know, we couldn't just do that. So when he went, they told him he had kidney stone, kidney stone, <clears throat> this on and so forth. a few days, I was going feeding them and like pick, like going to the refrigerator, picking it up. Helping him piss, like not piss literally, but carrying him to the toilet, man. Like he was just fucked up, man. And I was so fucked up that i was sober. I was realizing now that I think about it, you know, several times. He was suffering, man. He was hurting, him, there was something wrong with him. And but then again, I was thinking like he had. They told him he had kidney stone, so that's what I thought he had. And then even he had a, because he not he died, man. Like when he was taking them shit and doing coke and doing H on top of him being hurt, because I would have to hit him because he couldn't hit himself. So, I have to hit him. So, so then this time, man throws the kidney stone and then he threw up that night before he died. Threw up black shit. said, Michael, is you supposed to be throwing that out. What well, real shit I've been. He was like, yeah, Matthew, I mean, I got affection, man. You know, all right, you know. Then I didn't think nothing of it, so high. And then about, you know, like I said, I was on the We're trying to fall asleep, but I couldn't go to sleep because he was hurting so bad. I was worried about him. Yeah. So what I done was he said, help me in the shower. So I help him in the shower, like literally, you know what I'm saying, put the water on whatever, picked him up, literally got to the tub, to, and he, he stepped one, Foot in the tub, not even the second one, one foot, and then, then my arms was up underneath his armpits because, like, I was just you know getting him in there. Well, his weight started dropping over. I said, I said, Michael, so you know, his fucking weight was heavy as fuck, I ain't gonna lie. So, I had to fucking drag him to the fucking toilet. I sat him down on the toilet, I shook him, I said, Michael, Michael, you scared me, bro, you scaring me. He said, What? And then he started, his eyes started, they coming back in his head, bro. And then he went out. And then I said, Dad, 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 because he was asleep. Because I was the one to take care of him. Mm-hmm. I was. My dad might have been staying with us, man, because it was our, our apartment. But we was, like, we was, I said, Dad, help me. You know what I'm saying? And he's butt naked. i fucking, i
0: yeah.
1: fucking freaking out. So I'm putting the underwear on him. And then I dragged them to the living room, like where we where our air mattress was, because we didn't have no chairs, to couch. We just moved in here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, ain't even paid the first month rent Yeah. and it was only forty nine dollars a month. But we dragged them to the bed. I mean, so um, when we On so forth, we called. They get here. They said. I mean, I, I I was on the balcony, out in the front balcony, because I was on the 11th floor, man. And you can see right there by St. Park, uh, Park Towers, right there on West End, you feel me? So, and uh, if anybody's from you, you know, you know, it's a little spot. But, uh, anyway, man, it's just, that was the first apartment we got together, and, apartment. So was like, yeah.
0: then he had some kind of infection that killed him and in, in his body, mm-hmm. like septic or something took over some kind of way from that shot he missed privately. That's what,
1: that's what, man, that's what I told my mom. I was like, mom, I think he's fucking wearing this. he got an episode. Uh, yeah, you know, it used to not it, be that uh, way. Um, someone was telling me. "Uh,
0: It turns into uh, MRSA and all but that. But
1: what it is, me and my mom also think, Mama was like, I know something that I, I was like, mom, I telling you, it ain't no over. And then she was like, Well, she said, I hope it ain't. And when the apothecary came, but what what I think, man, what are they seen them fucking check marks. Yeah, yeah. They didn't want to fuck with it. And he was I know it was a fucking overdose.
0: Yeah, more than likely. Um, bro, shit. Being that young. Because, bro,
1: you don't fucking overdose fucking three hours later, three, four hours later. No. Bro. You're going to overdose within a few minutes, bro. Come on. He's bro. throwing
0: up black stuff. He had an infection. His body took over his body. He had some kind of infection. You didn't have no kidney stones. You had an infection, man. That the doctors didn't want to. Um, that's the reality. That's that right there is, is something I'm glad that we touched on on here, so people can hear that. You know, because the oh, average shit, person man, out there I, doesn't realize I what it's I don't like. Care,
1: man. You know what I mean? If the
0: average person doesn't realize what it's like in this country, if you can't get medical care, oh, and there's wow. so many people who can't because you don't have insurance. And if people
1: just went to the like my mom said, I don't care. That's your life. You should just went to the doctor, I and mean, she's right but i would have done the same thing honestly uh, yeah, I, I mean during this time I'm homeless doing dope i don't want to go to jail you when, know what we're,
0: when we're ripping and running and we're doing dope we don't want to experience a sickness and that comes along with anything going anywhere that takes away time for me to what work on money or whatever it needs for me to get my dope uh, so you can't blame yourself
1: and it's so crazy because my mom like literally like like two 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 and a half probably three months before this even happened my mom Got Michael in the Buffalo Valley up here. They was gonna come pick him up, but he didn't because he didn't want to leave me because I wasn't ready yet. Yeah, I wasn't ready yet. He didn't, but but I would have done the same thing, man. Because we had each other out there, and no matter what, we did it together. We worked as a team and made it fucking happen. Even if we were starving, whatever, we still we we survived. Put it that way, we survived you know I mean we had struggles we had some sometimes we made some good money where we fucking ate good had dope cigarettes and money had left I was homeless man but
0: I I always had a car except well I
1: mean I was homeless in cars too but it wasn't as bad you know this like like that was bad when you're you're completely
0: outside I I was totally
1: different than just I've done slept in cars when my dad told me I could like I said had a house but in between times, like, when I got sober, clean, sober, clean, like, I was done. I was just, me and Michael would just go ride with my dad, and my dad was homeless. I always had a car and shit, but he's been homeless on the street, too. Mm-hmm. But we would just go with my dad for, for like, two or three months, get real high, and then come home, detox. Fucking, but the detox wasn't that bad, cause we wouldn't, I mean, we was on it, like, but...
0: You were so young. Yeah, we were so you know. young.
1: So like, I don't, I can't remember when's that. Like when we started every day,
0: though. I just know I fucked with it for a long time. Yeah, I don't. I I remember thinking but, that mm. mine was with pills, but I, but when I was sixteen years old, I had a doctor that would give me any pill I wanted. This dude would is unruly, what's crazy is, dude's really not even a real doctor. He's just a PAC. Still to this day, he still works in Franklin, Williamson County. I was 16 years old. I could go in there and get a pain shot uh, and get this medicine called state nasal spray. You just spray it up your nose and it would zoot you. I'm talking about Yeah, that. that'd it be was, like kind of. Uh, it was man too strong I, for I a 16-year-old. This dude would give me whatever I wanted. I told him I had migraine headaches. And he was doing the same thing for my mom. He went so far as one time my mom called him and he forgot to call back. And by the time he called back, the drugstore stuff was closed. He brought my mom some sample pain pills <laughs> to her. What about that? Uh, he's still a family doctor today and a pain clinic doctor in Williamson County, Franklin Tennessee. But anyway.
1: Man, let me <clears> – <throat> shout out to Tom and Mike. Don't know their last name, man. But I'm grateful for what they did, man. They got them.
0: Who were they? They're the people that led you to get well, sober Well, Well, they
1: – they, they, well, we knew them from Bronson because a few months past, before months – we always known them through Bronson. We stayed a night. Over there before we was home, it's like because uh, Bronson's been—he's seen me grow up because he, hes from Cheetah County too. But well, when he came home, when Bronson came home, when she met these two gay guys, I ain't—I'm mean, not gonna lie about his. Their name is Mike and Tom, but gay they're cool dudes. though. They're older dudes though. Yo, they uh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So he well, took Bronson and whatnot, so forth, and you know what I mean. Uh, I've be, been knowing him for a while. Yeah. Anyway, well,
0: I'm gonna say this. I'm I don't care. You don't like it on here, whatever. Uh, I don't agree with all that. So maybe they are good people on this, that, and other, but they keep Would all that to themselves. Well, go, go ahead.
1: So let me, let me just say this, man. When, on Christmas, man, it was so cold, man. They came to us and bought me and my brother fucking $800 worth of uh, hotel nights through Christmas, through the New Year, so we stay warm because they was snowing. Not, not this past year, but last year before. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that was a grateful thing. We got out the cold because it, was, and that them times we probably would have froze to death because it was in the negatives during them, them nights. Because I remember going outside to smoking a cigarette at the hotel, man, and my hand literally before I even before I even got down, really liked the cigarette. My hands already fucking cold. You know what I'm saying? Like frozen. Imagine if we had literally have been out there. I mean, I've been out there. Cold, cold nights, but not that, not in the negatives, you know what I mean? I ain't been in homeless in the negatives. So that was a grateful thing, and I'm glad they did that, you know what I mean? I don't agree with it like you said because, you know what I'm saying, I don't like that shit, I'm bro like that. That's what it's all about. But, you know, all but about I think God. there are good people because they did that for me and my twin. They didn't have to do that. All $800, is right. just me and my brother staying. They just brought us food. They cooked Christmas and shit, and they just brought us – well, not them. Bronson brought it to us.
0: There, there's some, you know, there's some good people in the world who who do help out. All right, man, we're going to end this one, and it's the second episode. This is the kind of the life of Matthew again. We just want people to hear the reality and what it's like for someone. I mean, this dude is 25 years old, so he's done lived the life of people that's in their 50s and 60s couldn't imagine where his kid. Uh, I don't mean to call you a kid, but this young man has walked that, and that's what we want people to hear and understand that. Hopefully, the idea is that all you young people out there hear this and realize, man, leave them pills alone, leave that dope alone, you know, uh, smoke a joint, uh, uh, drink a beer. Uh, I remember when that was just the most, the greatest buzz, man. You could go and work, cut grass during the summertime when he's young, drink a beer and smoke a joint. Man, and be that's the what we did buzz, also,
1: too, man. We got another
0: guy, eventually, I'm, I'm hoping to get on here. Uh, he's a... Uh, He likes the the rap music a little bit and stuff like that. Hopefully we're going to get him on here one time in the upcoming uh, weeks or maybe months um, to um, showcase his talent for one and then tell his story. We love y'all. God bless. We'll see you next time.